genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're about to go off on minute 51, which begins with Nicholas asking Danny when he moved in and ends with Danny telling Nicholas that he needs to learn to switch off that big old melon of his. <laughs> and we have a guest with us, a returning guest, our first guest ever on the Cornetto Minute. Ali Coluccio is back. Welcome. Bonjour. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming back. I always love talking you've... to you guys. <laughs> yeah, happy to have you back. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Same. Uh, and you've got a doozy of a week this week. I do. I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> this is maybe... I mean, I, I don't... Yeah, this is, this. I think, the single most romantic minute of the movie so far. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I, it's... It is. I mean, this is this is exactly what we're talking about when we say that there was a there was a female love interest in this movie that they cut out of the movie and they kept all of her scenes and gave all of her dialogue to Danny. <laughs> and that is this scene. Like there there are there are bits in the scene, like especially the the you know you got to learn how to turn that big old melon of yours off. I I just. That is that is not that is that is, that was a female love interest one hundred percent and, and, and I, I love it so much. No, like this is the minute where at the end I'm like and kiss. Yes, <laughs> like you're just waiting yeah, for it to happen. It's it really is the and kiss minute or, uh-huh. or now kiss whatever, yeah. whatever the Tumblr you especially yeah. especially in the next minute. Oh, that's true. There yeah. there there is there is a beat of like what appears to be sexual tension in tomorrow's <laughs> minute. You know. Bringing it back to bringing it back all the way back to space mm-hmm. uh, for the first time. I've never really given much thought to this this character that was erased from the script. This female love interest, uh, and for the first time, I don't know. You're like this that big Melanie, or I just imagine that it could have been played by Jessica Hines and A. Stevenson. Yes, and <laughs> that's like the only like mm, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think the movie's perfect, but Jessica Hines and A. Stevenson can only enhance. That's physics. Yes, so that's true. It's, true. it's like what are you gonna? I don't know. <laughs> The road not taken. Oh, man. Yeah, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. Uh, but uh, yeah, so let's let's talk about uh, uh, the individual bits in this. So like, first of all, uh, we have we have uh, Nicholas asking Danny when he moved in. And Danny says about five years ago. And then we see his apartment and it's just full of boxes. Um, this I- guy has never bothered to unpack ever. I feel seen. Uh, I believe looking in the messages now. <laughs> um, not that I, I I don't have that many boxes, but I moved into this place like three years ago, and there are definitely still just boxes, probably from like three moves ago that have never been unpacked. <laughs> yeah. I, I. What about how are you with boxes? Nick? I kind of cheated uh-huh. because the containers that have some of my stuff in them, like like clothes or socks or underwear is what I moved them in. Uh-huh. 
So it's like I di- I'd never move them into like a proper dresser. Yeah. But so they're till there's technically in their boxes. <laughs> but then again, that was a <laughs> but that was a car move. That wasn't like a flying move. Yeah. It was a minor move. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, I uh I I I don't know. Uh I I guess I'm like the opposite of this because like when I move into a place in until it looks like a place where a human being resides, uh, I I can't I can't get comfortable and like I uh, my anxiety never goes away like it just feels like this thing this monkey on my back that I just need to get rid of so like I'm usually you that. yeah <laughs> I usually when when I move into a new place I all of my boxes are unpacked within 24 hours because I can't nice. I just can't handle it are you all the same way when you travel. Do you have to like unload your bag? Put, oh, do you use yeah. the hotel clock. Oh space? no, okay. who does that? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> the o- the only time I do that is um, although the last time I was like, you know what, I like this hotel. I'm gonna like unpack, uh, and it made it a lot easier to repack when I was leaving because when I just Ooh. live out of the suitcase, it's like nothing gets folded oh. when it goes back. Nothing gets right. gets put back nicely. Uh, so I did. I did realize it does help with that, but it's still, especially if you're only there for like two nights. Like, forget it. I'm not gonna. You're right. It's just not worth it to unpack. No, and really, it just makes it seem sadder because then you open the drawer and there's like one thing in it. <laughs> and it just, it just makes you feel sad. I don't know. Do you think the Do you think that the reason he hasn't moved in is that I have a feeling that Danny could be one of those people that still kind of lives at home. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I don't know. Like, like maybe like he, he goes home a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he probably keeps a lot of his stuff at wherever wherever Frank lives, wherever Tim mm-hmm. Jim Broadbent lives. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like they probably have dinner like multiple times a week, like at home. Yeah. And like yeah. his but room is still kind of like still his room there. Yeah. That yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Like stuff. he's he's moved out in like theory alone. Yeah. He like just comes here to like drink. And watch movies. It's like basically like a like a like a, like a clubhouse for like him. Clubhouse man cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's even got some. It's like where he brings his sweet dates. <laughs> yeah, his awesome dates. Do you think Danny gets a lot of dates? I don't think I. Probably just because of the town, he probably doesn't. Right. I just feel because like they probably, all know him. You know, yeah, yeah, they all know him. They've known him since he was like eight. And there's not a lot of women his age in town, no. based on there's, like what we can tell. There's one less. Yeah, there's <laughs> certainly one less. But he's clearly on a date with Nick Angel. Like that's what's happening yeah. here. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, completely. Um. Yeah. I mean, we just we just keep coming back to like how much of a romantic comedy this yeah and you know what this leads credence to uh, a theory that we were talking about with chris o'connor a couple weeks ago that danny is nicholas's project Mm -hmm. right yes i mean that's classic like classic trope yeah Mm -hmm. and you also have like the really like stuffy one and like the wild carefree one right yeah right like you like, gotta learn how to be less. You gotta you gotta take that stick out of your out of your butt, lady. You know what your problem except is? That, yeah, except for except for except for it's Nicholas who's the the, the lady with the stick up his yeah, butt. Yeah, he's like the Sandra <laughs> that Bullock. giant melon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's like Sandra Bullock in the proposal. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You gotta learn how to be less 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 of a of of a whatever. Like that's. Wait. I, that's such a romantic comedy trope. Except it's it's it is fun seeing the the man be in that role and also another man being in the other role. I was going to say, does this mean that Danny is the manic pixie dream girl? Yes, 100% <laughs> he is. 
Because yeah. like there, yeah, there is a bit of like you can't act this way forever. What are you, some whimsical fucking girl? <laughs> yeah, doesn't play by my rules. <laughs> They're both. They are both like female character stereotypes in romantic well, comedies. Well, but yes. they're like with each other. It's just so interesting. Yes and no, because he's, I think Nick Angel and having read a lot of romance and watched a lot of romantic comedy, like you, mm-hmm. you always go back to Pride and Prejudice as like the sure. grandmother. Sure. The sacred of, text. Yeah. Uh, yes. Of course. The sacred, the sacred, the sacred romance. The text. originator. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's very Darcy. Nick Angel is very right. Darcy, very uptight, very, this is how the way that you do things is the way they're supposed to be. And I like you, but also you are kind of a train wreck. Like yeah. Mr. Darcy, the first impression yes. of Nicholas Angel, not positive. Right. Exactly. I will, and I, and I, I see that perspective. I think my only argument against that is that Mr. Darcy is not the lead character in that story, and Nicholas is, <laughs> which makes him more True. in line with like the, the female characters who are like that. Uh, in romantic comedies and uh, kind of like uh, uh, simultaneously like the the stick in the mud, like writer type guys that get involved with the manic pixie dream girl yes. in a movie. Yes. Um, so he's like he's like a combination of those two things, which also allows him to definitely dip his toes into that mis- Mr. Darcy pond for sure. Mm-hmm. Third, but, third tier. Yeah. Is Danny <laughs> Butterman. Kind of, you know, he also kind of reminds me of the McConaughey type when McConaughey was in romantic comedies. Mm. He was always like, I still live with my dad, Terry Bradshaw, and like, I still, <laughs> grew up. I still get beers with the boys down at the crab shack. I, I don't think he's cool enough to be. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. Type. It, it's like the yeah. way it would actually be if it yeah, was exactly. McConaughey. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Because in the world of the movie, it's not cool that he's doing that. It's only God. cool to the audience. Can you yeah. imagine? Cool can you imagine? Just keep the movie exactly <laughs> the same, yeah. but change, but change Matthew McConaughey to Nick Frost in Failure to Launch. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't work. That movie does not work. <laughs> How do we? But it makes it. But it also makes it so much better. <laughs> like the other oh, paying this woman. To like pretend to fall in love with their son to get him to move out. Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick yeah. Frost. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah. My kingdom for a failure to launch remake. And uh yeah, <laughs> Nicholas is really opens up. He's the most vulnerable we've seen him the entire movie. Mm. Yeah. He talks about uh he was he's been he's been raising his peace lily for three, for three years. years. It oxidates the room. Yeah, is that real? Is that like I mean I know that plants yeah. do that, but like he's like he's like, Yeah, no, it helps me think better and it's all, I, I, all these benefits and I'm like, is I'm, it is I'm it sure that he, beneficial? I'm sure he thinks it's that beneficial. Yeah, that's <laughs> I've, true. I've like that's done fair. some cursory iPhone while Netflixing research on like plants for apartments. Mm-hmm. And like when I do look it up, they say like this plant is really good at like the air or like the room and making the room feel refreshed and mm. like, you know, different so it makes maybe that's like what it said on the sticker when he bought it. He probably also yeah. thinks I'm getting more oxygen, which is more efficient for my brain. Yes, yeah, it all leads back to efficiency. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it also like it. It also just sort of all leads back to, you know, Nicholas. He says like it has simple needs, and he thinks that that's what he wants is like simple needs, but like. You know, he he talks about how, you know, he wants to be a good police officer, you know, like that's, it's, that's, that's what he, that's his like number one, that's that's his top priority. Yeah, that's what he gets meaning out of. But, but I think, you know, he, he falls into that romantic comedy trope of like, he needs to be, he is, he is broken fundamentally as a human being. 
and he needs someone to step in and show him how to fix himself. Um, and it's always like, oh, this person's going to fix me. And then it's like, oh, no, I made them mad because they didn't. Fi- I, I thought I was letting them fix me, but really I wasn't changing at all. Mm-hmm. I got to change myself. Yeah. I- and then I can earn them back. Yes. Yeah. You know? I- yeah. That's that's always the trope. And that's what's going on here, I think. Yeah. Because well, the, the tragedy is he's committed himself to something that while it's it's good, you know, justice uh, upholding, you know, it, it's something that can't love him back like right he, he can dedicate mm-hmm. his life to it but it's never going to reward him just like police work just like police yeah, yeah in yeah. any meaningful way the only like an, another person can do that or another p- connecting with people can do that right and i think right. there's also a lot especially with nick of um and with danny but in very different ways about acting the way that you think a police officer is supposed to act and so right. ah, i yeah i think that also what it is is Nick is like, I want to be the best cop possible. I want to be really good at my job. And that means I have to put away everything else and just focus on the job 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Whereas Danny mm-hmm. wants to be a cop like Keanu Reeves in Point Break <laughs> or, you know, bad boys. Like he wants to be the action movie cop, <laughs> um, right. which is very different. Um, but I do, I think that's a little bit where it comes from because, you know, it is, he has to get out of that big melon of his um he's yeah. got to turn that and, off and they both like kind of don't want to change like danny oh, doesn't yeah. want to do the things necessary to become more like a super cop he just <laughs> kind of likes the idea of it he likes being lazy he likes <laughs> i think deep down he likes that the job is very easy and not exciting <laughs> or at least he's grown to trust it <laughs> yeah and like yeah nicholas is the same way he's like no if i even lose an inch if i even act a little casual or let something slide i'm betraying the nature of law itself. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, and there, there's this, there's this great beat uh, that I really enjoy here where uh, Danny makes a joke about like, is that why she left you? Cause you did it with a plant. <laughs> and so tenderly. And, and, and he, but he, he's like sort of laughing yeah, about yeah, it. Like yeah. he's laughing about it. He's like, he's making a joke. Yeah. And Nicholas just very earnestly just says, no, no, it's 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 because I was too focused on the job and 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 I missed a few and you you they cut back to Danny and Danny's face just drops and is like oh no oh no what have I done <laughs> um and it's it is that that's the that's the moment that I feel the most the 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 inappropriate joke where you like made a joke and it was like oh this was not the time to be joking I'm so sorry during <laughs> uh, an early date yeah right yeah absolutely um. And so I literally, I really love that beat because it was just like, oh no, we're having a real conversation. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Whoops, <laughs> sorry. We're grownups now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we learn a little bit more about what kind of boyfriend uh, Nicholas was to Janine. He missed her dad's funeral. <laughs> Is that worse than? I know Sean had a lot of little stuff wrong that led to a big problem. Mm-hmm. But was any single thing Sean did? Worse than missing Janine's funeral. Absolutely not. Okay. Oh! I don't think so. What 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 did he do that was would have been worse than that? Okay, no. So, I, I think no, that's true. But the fact that like, like, But how long yeah, were he on. and Liz dating bef- before he introduced her to her mom? Like, had the zombie apocalypse oh, yeah. not happened, like when that's was true. he gonna do that? And Whoa, I think they're like that opposite is, problems. Yeah, they are opposite problems. Yeah. Absolutely are. Yeah. Uh, also, like failure to commit problems. Yes. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's two very different ways of, of that manifesting with, with commitment. Yeah. Like if but I introduce John wasn't her to my mom, John wasn't committing to anything. Right. right. Exactly. And if I introduce her to my mom, like this is a thing. Right. It's interesting that like, you know, in a world where if Liz came up to like Dave and die and was like, Oh my god, I met this guy, he's a cop. Right. He's really fit. I was that's what I was gonna say. It was it's like Nicholas Angel was is the person that she wanted Sean to be you know, too but, far, but but it's oh, like too far. too far because it's like we were talking about earlier. His his go to drink is wine, which is what she always wanted Sean's go to drink to be, <laughs> yeah. rather than beer. But um, I think so, I I still yeah. think like she she would she would have kicked Nicholas uh, Angel to the curb pretty quickly. Sure, yeah, the first like yeah. Miss Birthday, yeah. Well, like, not the, you know yeah, what I mean. and well, and, and and I think he would represent sort of like. Um, the thing that she thought that she wanted. And right. then as soon yes. as she had it, she'd be like, oh, actually, this is super boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm actually not interested in this guy. It's sort of like, um, what I was trying to think there, there's, there was some show. I don't remember if it was an animated show or not, but I felt like, um, oh, it's like, it's like, it's like on the Simpsons, right? Mm-hmm. You have like Marge and she's married to Homer. Yeah. And there's so many times where you're just like, Marge, what are you doing with this doofus? Mm-hmm. Like, you're so much better than this guy, whatever. And then you get those little windows where they're just like a happy married couple. And you're like, oh, I see why she loves him. Yeah. And, and like, I see why they're together. And that's sort of how I view, uh, how, how I, yeah, Sean and yeah. Liz and why her and Nicholas wouldn't really work. He's like the idea of, of the perfect guy that she would want. Mm-hmm. Right. But as soon as she had it, she'd be like, oh, I miss all of the goofy, stupid stuff that Sean did because I, I actually liked that stuff a lot. That was yeah. like something that I was very attracted to, even if I didn't want to admit it to myself yes. at the time. Man, talking about them both like this is really highlighting how different the characters of Sean and Nicholas Angel are. Oh, yeah. I mean, just wait till we get to Gary King. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not great seeing, uh, seeing uh, uh, Nicholas here, just real sad boy, sad boy face. He's this is what alcohol does, man. Yeah, he's, he's real feelings. reflective. Yeah, he's having feelings. And That's I know it could be for the first time. <laughs> That's Maybe. true. Like he does not drink normally. Yeah, yeah. This is his like. This is probably the height of his. This is the most emotional he's ever been. Yeah, <laughs> in front of someone else. It's true. I I think you're right. I think he's being more open and emotional with uh, Danny than he ever was with Janine. Wow. Yeah. Because they're in love. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's All that's true. missing is a scene where like Kate Blanchett comes to like win Nicholas back. <laughs> and Danny's like, no, he's changed. <laughs> you can't have him. I put in all the work. You can't just come in here and take him. <laughs> Stops the wedding. Um, so as far as what they're drinking, oh, right. uh, it looks it looks to me by my American eye that they are drinking Boddington's. But I don't know if there's like lots of big can, big yellow can beer in, in big England. Big yellow can beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of those tall cans. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's because it's yellow. I kind of want to agree that it's Boddington's. Yeah. Um, Definitely looks like Boddington's. I can't imagine drinking a Boddington's out of the can though, because it has like that that. Nit- that nitrogen ball in it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the way that uh, Guinness cans have, you know. Oh, yeah, maybe it's maybe yeah. it's not Bonningtons. 
Yeah. I feel like, I'll, I mean, I don't know because I don't know what Boddington's reputation is in the UK. That's um, also true. But I feel like Boddington's would be like slightly too highbrow for Danny to have in the in the fridge. <laughs> like maybe. Like I'm expecting it. I spend more time in Scotland than I do in England. But uh, like I'm expecting it to be like a tenants or something. <laughs> Just like oh yeah, basic, yeah. basic easy drinking beer like a like a PBR. Tall right, boy. right. I'm I'm sure our our uh, listeners in uh, on the other side of the pond probably know exactly what this beer is. Yes, and they're um, all laughing at us because they're <laughs> right because they're they're they are uh, they are hiding the label, so they obviously didn't get permission for the product placement for whatever it is. Um, and I bet it's something very obvious to to them over there. The way mm-hmm. that like a Budweiser would be really obvious to us, even yeah. if we couldn't see the label, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um. But I will say, uh, really jealous of the uh, propensity for tall boys out there, because um, oh, yeah. those are almost everything. Those are in a like, tall boy. oh god, that's so much better than the stupid little cans that we have. Well, they have a pint, not twelve ounces. So if they're getting in a can, I, you know, if you get a pint down the pub, like you're going to want to buy a pint in a can. Yeah, but especially uh, uh, an imperial pint like they have over there, which mm-hmm. is. I think 20 ounces wow. instead of 16. Yeah. So anyway. So we see behind Danny the same family photo that was in Frank's office of the Mall's Cowboys. Oh. Oh. Good eye. Yeah. yeah. And like a picture of, his, I'm assuming, his mom right by like yeah. a speaker because it's yeah. like of a single woman. Looks like it. Man, this is this is like so many people's apartments that I've been to, like guys' apartments where like the only <laughs> thing they have up are like their their speakers. And a TV. <laughs> the necessities. Uh, yeah. Everything else is in boxes because who cares? Um, yeah. That's funny. I wonder what, I wonder what, like, what does Danny eat? Do we ever see him eat? We only see him drink. Ice cream. Oh, ice yeah. Cream. We see him eat see ice him. cream, pie, cake. Yeah. Okay. We see him eat. <laughs> Do we? I guess that's it, right? I mean, Just not like a Cornetto. meal, but. Yeah. We never see him eat a meal. Cornetto. Yeah, Cornetto. We see him uh, picking through cake. like peanuts or whatever that was yeah. at the at the bar. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eats. All right. I'm, I'm worried about a, him. <laughs> I assume it's probably like a lot of like takeaway. Is there a lot of takeaway in in this village? Oh, well, he probably just eats at the pub. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. Or back at home so. at Dad's. Oh right. Hello, son. I made us cake and pie and cookies and. <laughs> Also, I dinner mean, is another one of your punishments again, son. <laughs> it's cake, but it's vanilla. It's got like a Will Ferrell elf diet. I, yeah. Also, I mean, look at Danny. It would not surprise me if he had the Will Ferrell elf diet. The elf that's, diet. I guess it's true. Fair enough. I don't think he really eats and, well. Yeah, he probably doesn't. What uh, What do you think, people? Are there like restaurants in Sanford? I mean, we know that there's the restaurant at the hotel, but that's it. Yeah, that's all we know of for sure. And the and the pub because, has food, and there's there's got to be like a like a kebab place or a curry place. Like there's there's got to be or like a chip, yeah. like a fish and chip place. There's got to be some kind. Like every town has to have that like open all night so that you can get food while you're stumbling home from the pub. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. I mean, it's it's, it's probably not dirty the way. <laughs> it's probably very clean because of the town. But sure, yeah. those kids in those hoodies gotta hang out somewhere late at night. Yeah, yeah. is there like fast? Are they like? Are they like? Fast? You got like a steak and shake yeah. out there? 
In and out? You guys got in and out? Shake <laughs> <Fat burger>? shack. <laughs> yeah, somewhere somewhere for all of the uh, drama school kids to end up at night. Exactly. Or drama yeah. adults. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's gonna, true. We're, we're, well, they're all dead now, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like to think, maybe there's like a gas station that the hoodies all like hang out, out outside of. Tesco. Like, yeah, mm. Tesco. Well, there is that gas station he goes to later. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't know how far out of the village that is, though. But uh, he does go there. Uh, all right. Well, you guys have anything else for, for Minute 51? Tender Minute. It is a tender minute. The tenderest. Yes. Um, all right. Well, uh, have you guys checked out our Facebook group? If you're listening to this and you're on Facebook and you're not in our Facebook group, the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub, I don't know what you're doing. Look, I'll be real. You should delete your Facebook. <laughs> I should delete my Facebook. Everyone really I, should I delete haven't. their Facebook. <laughs> I haven't because of the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub. Yeah. And the Back to the Future pub and like every, all the dueling back to the future pub the back to the future pub uh, <laughs> they're all pubs yeah no i love hearing from the listeners we love hearing feedback and what you guys think and sharing stories and confirming mm-hmm. our, our our fallacies yes <laughs> no no it's 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 really great and it's a it's a great community all of our listeners are wonderful and uh you can you can get involved with everybody else the cornetto minute listeners pub on facebook And uh, that's where we'll be until we're back tomorrow with Minute 52 for the Greater Good. Greater Good.